back in uh, when they used to do the Star Wars weekends, they would flip sci-fi into yes. a Star Wars character yep. thing, and it worked. Yep. yep. It totally and it's worked. right there at the entrance. Like, they could just continue. And I said, yes. leave. I know we're kind of going down a rabbit hole, but That's okay. Muppets there. <laughs> do that. Muppets have done so many Star Wars parodies. Muppets in oh space. Gosh. Easy. Revamp it to Muppet Star Wars. They have the posters on the outside because sometimes mm -hmm. when the queue gets uh -huh. too long for Rise, you have to go on the outside where they used yep. to have a queue. And mm -hmm. you can see those old posters. I mean, it, it's easy. And just start theming everything forward. Except for like Tower it. because I love Tower. Even even if you just stopped it on that corner, though, because you have Star Tours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you true. Have, and Star Tours yep. can take you into Galaxy's Edge. Oh, okay. Kind of that, that I like where flow. You're going with this. And, yeah, and, and Baseline could... I love Baseline, but it could be something it, else. Star Wars be, themed. We could get starring roles back. I miss starring roles. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jim Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Let's Go podcast. Yes. Welcome back to mid-January. People tell me all the time, January goes so slow. And I'm like, it's the I middle of January so. already. And we're here it's we inaccurate. are. Inaccurate. You know, we got 40, 49, 50 weeks left in the year. On a throne of lies. Christmas is only <laughs> 11 and a half months away. So, Ooh. you know, it's coming fast. Well, I don't know the Christmas is coming fast, but January's flying. As will the year be. Although, the year will be. Although the weeks by. are some somehow lasting like a month, so I'm not sure how this really I, works. I had my child alone for the three straight days because my wife was was up with her parents, uh, and so yeah, I can tell you all about uh, going, moving moving slow. So. <laughs> Speaking of slow, uh, just kidding. Let's bring wow. in our guest, uh, wow. a good friend of mine, a recent friend of mine, but we have hit, we've hit it off quite well. Uh, videographer extraordinaire, musician, and if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that the the getup he has in the back. That's all real stuff. That's not a, a wallpaper or anything. Uh, Mr. Derek Frank, hey Derek, how you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys. Absolutely, yeah. it's gonna be exciting. Now we we have to ask you, how did you Disney this week? And every day is Disney for me. So I'm sitting here wearing, of course, Star yes. Wars shirt. My whole recording studio here is all Star Wars themed. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing that I started with today, because you know, yesterday was basically a day off being a holiday, is I've got my oil diffuser with the, uh, I've got the Flights of Passage scent. Oh, oh nice. good one. Yeah. So it just gets my <laughs> week charged one. up. As you walk right. through the studio, Sivako, Sivako, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, flat. <laughs> so, so I can uh, uh, podcast. Uh, yeah, Jen, how'd you Disney this week? Well, I am Disney currently by wearing my also Walt Disney World shirt. Um, I think this one's still in the parks. Actually, I got it, but I got it like a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Um, also, I'm trying to think of something different other than just how I'm always repping Disney, but booking uh, trips and I mean, booking trips. Yep. Um, yep. I did do a little bit of work for the February trip for like mm -hmm. personal stuff, which is shocking because like me taking care of personal anything for one right. of my trips is 
it's shocking because <laughs> we're our own worst travel agents and so <laughs> literally it's like oh yeah i should i should figure that out okay <laughs> derek is that is it that way with musicians like are you your own worst producer if you're doing something for yourself like you not for not for well like something a project of your very own not for display or whatever is it just something like you just have to make yourself do it because you're so used to get doing stuff with other people yeah. And a lot of times I'll have someone else do it because I get to that point. Like the, I think the worst thing that ever happened, I, during the pandemic, I was streaming on Twitch doing, I was making a new album live and it was a colossal Ooh, that's failure. Brave. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> and one night after 73 takes on one 15 second guitar solo, mm -hmm. I slapped the camera and turned it off and stopped doing it. That was the last one I ever did. Oh, wow. yeah! Wow, that sounds like me and every Instagram reel ever. <laughs> and I'm like, you're like doing like making albums. I'm with over, over there in reels going, how do I add this caption? Why won't the caption stay up? Hey, the, the album never got done. That was really much, that was the end of it. That was it, I was so frustrated. I, I will say, just like speaking as a musician, there are sometimes things and you're like, yeah, this just isn't getting better. And I'm done with it. Like yeah. after 73 takes, I think I'd be like, yeah, this is just no. Nope. Yeah, yep. not do it. It was bad. I rage quit for sure. Well, here's what happened though. Guns N' Roses did that with a Spaghetti Incident album. Oh no, Chinese Democracy album. And you know they came back with it 20 years later, and it was a mild success for their fans. You can do that 20 years from now, new bringing it back, and it's the whole hype thing. And you know, and, <laughs> yeah, by that time, Slash and Axel both will be looking for work. I'm sure you could probably bring oh, them into the studio to finish course. up. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> Of course. Isn't Axel already looking for work? Probably. Probably. <laughs> He's not looking for lunch. Let me just say that right now. Um, so, oh, that was me. Anyway, so um, this weekend, of course, I, like I said, I had my kids. So we go out and about. We go traveling around, visiting Targets and Walmarts. He loves just kind of looking at everything. He's been in Walmart since he was like two years, two weeks old. He just dazzled by all of the stuff on the shelves. And so we went to a boxed lunch, and I finally bought the sweatshirt that I wanted, which is, you can hardly see, here it is. Infinity oh, Cones that, from Thor: Love and door? Thunder. Not a good movie, but it's Infinity Cones, which you uh, see at the very beginning of the movie, and it's it's kind of a at least something really good came from that. Come from just an okay movie. Uh, so I've been repping the shirt, and of course, like Jen, been doing the trips and stuff like that, and trying to get stuff ready for my own cruise, which is coming in early February. And and I'm terrible because I got I got an email at this point. I got to look at that because I'm sure there Disney's wanting to know stuff from me that I need to get on pretty fast. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so we don't have a lot of news to jump into, but I did want to mention this. Um. Belle is making her return to Magic Kingdom. Announced this morning, she will be coming back to Enchanted Tales with Belle, that wonderful little show where you go in and they get people from the audience coming out and doing, you know, doing uh, knights and horses and uh, beast and candlesticks and that everything else. That popped up and on so, my time hop this morning, actually. Is, oh, fun time. Like from a couple of years ago when you... Yeah, when you well, well, yeah, from when, back when it was open, you know. I feel like you would make a fantastic Belle. And even though they don't actually give Thank that you. part away, you could probably they wedge don't. your way in there. <laughs> Like excuse me, I've got this. I just need you to. Just... <laughs> I, I love watching the show itself, just because the, they have the kids be beast and they have the kids be the main parts. I've been so a knight. Cute. I've been a Brady's horse. been a knight. Um, I have been a plate, just kind of holding the plate up, moving it back and forth like a steering wheel. You know, Derek, have you ever seen the show? Have you ever done the show? Just I have not show. done that show. It's so great. It's so, it's so I cute. would probably take somebody with you so you're not just like a 30-something-year-old guy just sitting in there watching a bunch of kids you know, play Beauty and Beast. But, you know, just in case. But no, it's a fun show. It really is a fun little show. Also opening up, and actually Belle is coming back on February the 19th. Also mm -hmm. coming back, Ariel's Grotto will be reopened uh, on January 22nd, which is next week. I think, Jen, you and I talked about that last week, I think, wondering if it was open or not. No, we literally remember. were like, I mean, you would think that'd be kind of easy to bring back. And mm -hmm. like that, was, I know people would really like it. And lo and behold, look at that. I, I kind of like this though. I kind of like this little bit of like 
every week we get some little something last week of course we got a flood which is we got a last lot. week's entire yeah, yeah. episode of, of news but you know it's like hey new openings maybe next monday they'll be like hey guess what the dining plan and the next week will be bob something you're small, welcome like, for the ideas yeah. you're you welcome we're here we're here for you uh <laughs> quasi producer heather and i went through a whole list of how to set up the new villains park so we've got that set up and i honestly you do main logical podcast you've got your entire disney world future set for the next t- 15 years we're good we're good. <laughs> <laughs> why do you have the castle behind you the candy castle the it birthday was, cake. Was up, it, was it was a up, great uh, castle. Oh, was I'm great. a lover I of it. I didn't you're a, okay, it. so you're yeah. an apologist. You're yeah. a birthday castle apologist. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. I absolutely <laughs> loved it because I saw it in person. So so did I. See, I, I didn't see that one in person. Oh, I loved it. It was so was, great in person. Oh. I went when I was seven, and I, I I don't remember the trip at all. I never remember being seven years old, and, and I think I told Jen this. I remember thinking, because Epcot, or, uh, yeah, Epcot was not open, and Spaceship Earth was still being built, and I thought the entire park was in that ball because I was seven, you know. I was dumb. Hmm. I didn't know. And so, but I don't remember the castle. So really this cake castle, when I went in the mid nineties was the second time I'd ever been to magic kingdom. That's the first castle that I remember. I don't oh, wow. remember the blue and white castle. First. I remember this one. And so a little. Okay. So Derek, did you also see the stitch toilet paper castle? No, I, I don't think I saw that one. Um, but I, I remember seeing the, the giant sorcerer's hat. At, oh yeah. Uh, Hollywood yep, Studios Hollywood when it was still oh, yeah. MGM. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there were there were some things that I've seen throughout the years, but I didn't see the stitch. It was like toilet either. paper and stuff, and yeah, yeah. People were really ticked about that. I apparently, I mean, I just kind of read about it after the fact, but I I don't like. I remember seeing pictures, but I don't remember the era of stitching the toilet paper. Like, what was that celebrating? What was that supposed to be? What was it about? Do you remember six to six day? Was it awesome? Which is Stitch been. Day, obviously, but I but just, I don't know if it was. They keep trying to push Lilo and Stitch, and like it's just not one of my jams. It's like reminds me of Mean Girls. Quit trying to make Stitch happen. (laughs) Well, Stitch has already happened. That's Stitch Stitch is popular, but like, okay, let's let it go. But I feel like it's there's like a population of people where Mm -hmm. Stitch is very popular, and then there's a population of people where people are like, yeah, no. Well, it's the same way that they created when when Walt created Donald and uh, Goofy, he was able to do things with those characters that he couldn't do with Mickey. Like he couldn't make Mickey be angry, so he created Donald. He didn't want to make Mickey be stupid and goofy and weird, so he created yeah. Goofy. And I feel like Stitch is that character that you can kind of put in any character, any situation. Right. It's Stitch. He's just all over the place, you know, whatever. Yeah, and so I, I feel like that's that's a it's a lean to character. Big time out. Yes. Breaking news. Breaking news. Yes. Just got it. Uh-huh. Magic key program is beginning new sales. Oh, Disneyland. Disneyland. Right? Yes, yep. Disneyland. Yes, Disneyland. Popped through. I just got a notification. Had it been so, Disney World, we would have paused the entire show. We probably would have be because like, David needs to go get his annual pass. But this is Magic Key Disneyland. <laughs> so uh, breaking news. Yes, that's that's a big deal. And by the time you hear this, they may have already closed them because I, think I mean, they tried to open it up earlier and it just shut down so fast because people were getting them. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Disneyland, of course, is doing one of the things they announced last week, which we didn't really touch on, but they're. They're basically opening up more days where you have the lowest mm-hmm. priced ticket. So it's not as, the, as if they're yeah. dropping ticket prices, but that $104 ticket price, which is the mm-hmm. lowest ticket price you're going to find at Disneyland. Now they're having more days when that is available. Right. It's kind of for Disney. That's kind of a price drop, which is kind of Ish. interesting. Yeah. Derek, do you get at Disneyland very much or is Disney World just kind of? Um, I used you? to go once a year when I would go out to Nam, which is oh, the, yeah. the music, big music trade show in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And we always stayed at the hotel and I requested like the hotel that overlooked the park. Mm-hmm. So I'd be so depressed because I'd be at Nam for 18 hours a day. <laughs> and then one <laughs> night I would just sneak away and I would just go to the parks. It'd be great, but we'll see it. You know, Nam's pushed back to like June this year. Oh, really? Happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. weird. 
Well, I That's wanted to weird. have Derek on because I know Derek, you were you you're good friends with uh with Ryan and Katrin and the, the I am Geek guys. Oh, You've been on the show a couple times, and I heard the show last time. And of course, you're one of the ones responsible for living with the li- light speeder. Uh, light speeder with the, I can't remember the That's name awesome. of it, but it's, live, it's the light live with speeder. The land speeder. That's it. Living land with the land speeder. speeder. There it is. Speeder. Yeah. What is that? Uh, living with the land speeder, which we got to get some shirts. Um, which I think is fantastic and hilarious. And so I thought it'd be fun to have you on because you are such a Disney guy. Uh, you love Disney. Your yeah. your videos are amazing, and Thank we're gonna you. give the links and stuff later on to your youtube stuff but your youtube stuff is amazing and you look at the, i look at that and i'm like i could never do that which eventually you all can you we can. just have to learn you how to do it that's can. the whole thing so i want to ask you first of all kind of your disney story how did you get involved with mm-hmm. disney so much how did you get to i'm like i know you love doing disney video and mm-hmm. disney photography how did that all come about where'd you become such a fan um well you know i'm my wife and i are those childless millennials that that mm-hmm. love to go to disney and it's you know it's one of those things but uh, mine started, I was six years old and my parents put my brother who was 11 at the time and I on a plane by ourselves and flew us down to Florida. This is when you can still do that, wow. right? Um, wow. <laughs> you know, this would have been like 1990 and flew us down to meet our aunt and uncle who lived in Miami and they took us to the parks for the first time. And it was, you know, it was this crazy trip. And now you look back and like, you can't just put your kids on a plane. Um, so that kind of started it, but then we hadn't gone in a long time and uh, we ended up going one year because um, you know, not to be a sob story, my mom had cancer, which Mm -hmm. she's more than fine now, but it was our escape for a week. Like for one Mm -hmm. week, we got to forget that my mom was sick and we went like three years in a row. And that was when the whole family just got stuck on Disney because when you get out of that, your own world and you get to forget about those things that are bothering you, it's amazing. So when people ask me now, why do you and your wife spend so many vacations there and so much money? Like you don't have kids. Why do you go? Mm-hmm. Like, because every time I'm there reminds me that I'm there for a week and mm-hmm. no other problems are there. Right. I love That's that. one of the reasons I love, I love Disney world so much because you are in a world. It's I mean, Disneyland mm-hmm. is great, but you have, you know, we'll stay kind of on Harbor Boulevard there in front, maybe mm-hmm. not the Disneyland hotels in those areas. And so you have to walk down the street and you see a lot of the a lot of the world before you go into actually Disneyland. With Disney World, though, we get on property and you're just immersed. And my mm-hmm. wife is very big on it's fine if you want to check headlines and stuff, but I don't want you watching the news. I don't want you reading, you know, the newspapers online. I don't want yeah. you catching up with the news. If it's really big, we'll hear about it. Otherwise, just don't do that. And I, and I try to heed that. I mean, still, mm-hmm. I'm like looking for scores and stuff, but beyond that, I try to not <laughs> worry about what's happening with the president or you know the government or politics or taxes, or whatever. None of that. Um, and so it, it is just an, a great escape of just escapism is a big deal, and I think we forget yeah. about how important that is, especially in the last few years. You need that. Yeah, absolutely. So also, mm-hmm. I know that you are big on videography. I know you're big on mm-hmm. photography and music and everything. Kind of wrap that up a little bit to kind of where all of that stems from. And then we'll kind of tie the two together. Um, yeah. yeah, I think video. the video stuff came from Disney. And, okay. <laughs> and that's what's so weird. And I'm not just making that up because, it's a, you know, Disney focused podcast. But on that first trip, I went with my aunt and uncle. They had their camera with them. I still oh. have that VHS. Wow. <clears throat> and oh so. Gosh. I would go through and watch that movie. I watched that movie so much. I can't believe the tape still worked. And then when my family went, we bought a camera just to shoot. Hmm. And so then we ended up having this camera and, you know, upgrading throughout the years. And all through high school, I had a camera attached to my hand Hmm. everywhere I was going. And then even in college and then bands playing. So I always had footage of stuff, but it wasn't until really the pandemic hit that my video skills got 
you know, started growing uh, because I had uh, a studio here in Nashville that was outside of my house. And a friend of mine had this really good YouTube channel and he, he did a tour of the studio and it blew up. It went viral. And so all these people are like, well, how did you build this in your studio? How'd you build that? And my YouTube channel got flooded. Well, the only video I had on my YouTube channel was the music video I put out when I was still touring as a musician. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll make some videos on how I built some of the stuff. And they're horrible quality. But still to this day, they're getting like anywhere from 100 to 300 views a day. And wow, that's awesome. two years later or a year and a half later. Um, and so I just got better and started taking some classes online and watching every YouTube video I could find about how to get better at video. And, and it's built from there. So I do a little bit of like how to with studio stuff, gear review, and then of course, Disney vlogs. Hmm. Yeah, your Disney vlogs are fantastic, uh, and we'll definitely, like I said, we'll link to that on the show notes, and at the end of the show, we'll yeah. talk about that, but your Disney vlogs are great, and it's it's very personable, and I've actually been in a couple because you did some when yes. we were doing the VIP oh. tour. Derek and I were a part yeah. of the tour that did the VIP tour in, nice. in November, which was a lot of fun, and there's Derek just talking to the camera with a stick, you know, just chatting away and <laughs> blah, 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 and I, I do want to preface this, though, to the audience listening. As we talk about photography and video and stuff through this episode, mm -hmm. we're not going to ask you to do anything illegal. Do not climb into the fountain for that perfect picture. No. That cucumber is not worth it. Um, don't do that. I mean, like, if it gets you banned from the park, that is on you, not mm -hmm. us. Um, that is a bad idea. That's don't a do bad, that. bad that's idea. That's a pet peeve of, of mine. Like, there's some big yeah. bloggers and, you know, somebody who was a Disney vlogger then got kicked out. Now he is oh, again. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, don't, I don't like that stuff. Like, I really respect the cast and the rules right. and, and, you know... Uh, yeah, just don't do That's that important. Yeah. That's extremely important. You have to respect. I mean, because. Because at number one, those rules are in place for a reason. It, it's right. dangerous for you or somebody else, you know, if mm -hmm. you break those rules. Yeah. And also, you know, just right. you have to respect the magic. You have yeah. to respect the magic. Well, and we had and I won't say who it was. And I, I'll tell you if, off air if you want to know. Yeah. But we had a popular <laughs> Disney blogger. We were at a, an after hours event at Magic Kingdom. And we're getting our picture taken from the castle. And he comes up and like hugs me. I've never met the guy. He like just oh. to do it. He's a shock value kind of person. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he like starts touching me. And like, I didn't know who it was. And so I shoved him. And he's like, oh, I'm just doing this for my YouTube video. And I'm like, I, I don't like go, go away. Go shoot. <laughs> so if you. You, yeah, if you're going to be filming or taking pictures, like be respectful of guests. Too. Yeah. Not yeah. just the mm -hmm. cast, but be respectful of other people because don't ruin their magic just because you want to get a shot for your channel. Right. And also, right. let me just say this. If you are somebody listening to this going, I do what I want, do what you want. That's fine. If you decide to sneak back somewhere and take pictures or take video of something you shouldn't, don't be stupid enough to put it online. You get everything <laughs> you deserve by putting it on TikTok. Look at me. I'm going to drink the water from every fountain at Disney Springs and in, in the parks. And now I'm upset because I put it online and I got in trouble. No, that's dumb. <laughs> that is yeah. dumb. And I always assume somebody else is filming as well because yeah, people, that's always a good you know, people have video cameras out even when you don't know they're doing. And maybe they're not filming mm -hmm. you, but they'll have you in the back of your their frame filming something. You don't else know going, though. Look at this guy. What is he doing? So just to be be careful, <laughs> be cautious. You know when you're filming. Um, so I thought this would be fun to kind of talk. Maybe we'll go quickly park through park. Some of our favorite spots for pictures and videos and stuff. Mm. And I'm more I'm more picture than video. I'm still learning the video stuff. Um, and then I do want Derek to kind of give us some tips and everything, some tips and tricks towards the end of you out there who want to do video in the park, how to, what to do, that kind of thing. Uh, but Jen, let's talk about Magic Kingdom first. What are 
obviously the castle. Let's talk. Everybody loves the yeah. castle. You know, stand in front of the castle. Look, it's the castle. La, la, la. What other spots in, in Magic Kingdom? You're like, I love getting pictures of this. Whether you're in it, whether it's just the, 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 the scene and whatever. What are spots that you just love getting pictures of videos of? I love going over to Tom Sawyer Island mm. and they have that one bridge area that overlook. You can see Big Thunder really, mm. really well. And you can get fantastic shots back there. <laughs> like if you can nice. time it with like the train coming. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. That's and that's a hidden gem. I feel like to get oh, that I just shared with everybody. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, one of my Don't favorite things my to do. And, and I have a brand new phone. It's a it's an iPhone 14. I fr- up from my eight, which my eight was great. It served me so well for the last couple of years. But now I have a 14 slide up slide upgrade. Um, and I'm so excited about this little triple camera going on there in the back. I'm so excited about the pictures I'm going to be able to take because one of my favorite things to do, and this is so cheesy, um, is take reflection shots of the castle. And like, like if you're walking mm. through, like fancy behind the castle where it's rained, or maybe they've washed off the sidewalk, you'll have puddles there. Like especially in front of Philhar Magic, and if you can get it just right, you can get the reflection of the Philhar Magic sign and the castle in that puddle. And I just think it's such a cool shot, a little cheesy, but I just, I like, I love, I look at, take that picture and I'm like, look at me. I'm a photographer. This is awesome. I mean, just, I love those kind of shots. Um, Derek, what are some of your favorite spots at Magic Kingdom that just, uh, you're like, I got to get a picture of this. This is great. My favorite spot is right off of the bridge by Sleepy Hollow and mm-hmm. like where they actually oh. have tables. They used yes. to keep, sometimes they would have a photo pass photographer there, but you can get mm-hmm. a beautiful shot of the castle with some of the trees and the mm-hmm. water and hardly anybody's over there. And yep. especially now that they expanded the walkway there, you don't have any problems getting a great shot in front of the castle that no one else is in front of. I like, do that you don't have to dodge people. Yeah. Do a lot. Or oh, I will I take my that. camera and my phone and I will just kind of rest it on the rail, holding on to it tightly because there's water down there and just video for like a minute. And just, especially during the holidays when they have the projections with the, the wrapping paper and it's all changing and stuff like that. It's such a, a cool like little video of just the castle just moving and the water rippling and it's it's good stuff. I'm yeah. I'm also a big fan, like Jen said, of Big Thunder, taking pictures over there as well. Oh, yeah. And I do this and I'm going to caution uh, everybody that if you do this, you, you, you're you on your own. Um, I have a death grip on my camera, but I will hold my, my, my phone up on my shoulder and take pictures over my shoulder, especially if my kid's behind me in, in the car because I might take Aww. 75 pictures, but I might get one or two with with him looking in my direction with a huge smile on his face i've got one picture of him and his grandfather together and they're both grinning at each other on big thunder and it's priceless that i never would have gotten had i not done that again you you do your own thing with your with your phone be cautious (laughs) you know but um because it's death grip i'm like if i lose this i will just you know be awful but uh anything else jen magic kingdom any other spots you're thinking Oh, I mean, the whole thing is so photogenic, honestly. I mean, I, I love that whole area, but, um, I mean, in terms of other things, I mean, by, well, we, we, the wishing well, there is the wishing well. I mean, come on. I know it's by the castle, but it's so cool. (laughs) Derek, any other favorite spots at Magic Kingdom? Um, I think the Rapunzel bathroom, if there's not (gasps) a lot of people around there, like at night when it's all lit up is a really cool spot. Very cool. Uh, Animal Kingdom. Uh, Pandora at night oh. is fantastic, especially if you've oh, got yeah. a good camera. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's one of those things where it's a different experience at night because of the bioluminescence. I mean, let's just, it's glow paint, but still, it looks so cool. <laughs> the atmosphere that you're in, it looks, it, it, it's amazing. Uh, and you've got the different colored lights and everything on, on the floating yeah. mountains and the waterfall. And it's just any of that to me is just picture worthy of just. Mm-hmm taking cool pictures i mean of just all kinds of scenes and things like that and so uh derek what are your shots at animal kingdom that you're think you really love getting i'd like the back side of the the tree of life 
like looking towards the front Ooh, of the park. Nice. Uh, it's a really good spot. That and the back bridge. I like bridges. So mm -hmm. the, mm. the bridge going into uh, Africa from Pandora. There's a lot oh. of great spots to get shots there. I love that because people always so go to the Tree of Life and they want to get pictures uh, and of the floating mountains, the big things, but they don't think about those little those little cubbies and those little mm -hmm. spots just kind of off the path like, oh, let's get a picture here. Jen, what mm -hmm. do you love about Animal Kingdom and taking pictures? Oh, gosh. I mean, it is so photogenic there anyway because yes. you have like the animals and the different trails yep. and there's a lot, but probably two. Um, one is, uh, again, it's I guess it's a bridge area. You're passing the monkeys and you can mm -hmm. see Everest like, like yes. into Asia. Yeah. There's just like a beautiful and sometimes... I was, it must have been evening. There were fireworks going off. Obviously not in Animal Kingdom because they do not do fireworks in Animal Kingdom. So it had to have been one of the parks that you could see in the distance somehow. There was a reason. At that point, I was like, oh, that must be blah, blah, blah. But it's been too many years. So I don't remember what it was. But it was so cool because you could see the fireworks up behind. I was like, oh. Actually, I was there for an after hours event. That's why I saw it because it was the that had to be it it was an after hours event with yeah. dvc but um that's such a cool shot daytime or nighttime mm -hmm. with with everest and um this is cheesy this is cheesy uh <laughs> dino lands i love to do stupid mm -hmm. poses with the fake dinosaurs <laughs> 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 I there's one that keeps popping up on my time i was like that time i kissed an iguanodon and i was like with the <laughs> You were young and impressionable, you know, like two years ago, but still. I was like in my 30s. It's fine. <laughs> We're judging. Well, there's, there's a couple of hidden Mickeys, too, and I love hidden Mickeys, by the way. I will get a picture of hidden Mickey anywhere I can find one. Uh, there's great, some great hidden Mickeys in Dino Land, including on the dinosaur that has all the little, little, almost like a mosaic dinosaur. Mm. I can't think it's like shells or whatever. There's a couple on that That's dinosaur. A, you just kind of oh, yeah, find them. Uh, pictures of Gertie, especially in the holidays when, not Gertie. Um, the, Wait, what are you talking about? No, the the, the skeleton dinosaur, which... Does, does that have a name, the skeleton dinosaur as you're walking through Dino Land? Into Dino Land? The, the... I mean, I don't think it has like a name like Gertie has a name. I think it has, I mean, it has like a. Wait, is it Sue? Is it? Is I don't know. Sue? I, have no, I have no idea. I don't know. That's a good, that's a good question. I mean, we should come Why up with Why do a I have the name, name Sue in my not. head? I, the I name might be Sue. Either Someone way, fact check me. At Christmas time, they put the lights on it, and so there's a light show on that dinosaur skeleton <laughs> awesome. uh, that I got some video of, and it's just it's fantastic because you never think about it. You walk under it, you go to Dino Land, oh great, and everything. But at Christmas, it's got the Santa hat on, um, and there's like a light show because there's lights all over every bone, and it's just it's really cool how it's all it's cool. lit up and things like that. Yeah. It's just it's just neat. Um, anything else for Animal Kingdom for you guys? Yeah, if you go into where they have like the shows like the kite tails and all mm -hmm. that just during the day, there's no one in there and just, you can get huh. a really great view depending on where you're at. You can get different sections of the park. And Ooh. you know, my big thing is not having people in the background and you know, yeah. now I've got a Google phone, so it'll remove people from the background, mm -hmm. but even nice. still it's like, sometimes you can tell, like, I just don't want people in the background. <laughs> <laughs> like you easier. just want to wait for that perfect shot yeah. so that you don't have to yeah. do any editing on that. Yep. Yeah. 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 There are, there are shots that I think in Epcot, we'll talk about Epcot next. I think that, that's one of those parks because I love the monorail. I love the monorail. Mm. And I will stand with my phone in hand for like five minutes waiting for the right monorail shot to come through. And I've done that before. Last time I was actually in Epcot by myself, I was at a, I had a position of Spaceship Earth. And I was like, I had just missed the monorail. So I just sat there on a bench waiting and waiting and waiting. And I saw it coming. You get your camera up and your pose. You're like, click, 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 click. And you're looking through your pictures like, oh, I got one. 
<laughs> trying to get the monorail and, and Epcot just in the right spot, you know? Because yeah. um, obviously Spaceship Earth, it looks like a cartoon when you take a picture of it. It looks like an animated object. I love it. It's just I love, love it in the evening. Oh my gosh, oh. with the new beacons of light, points I love of light. It. Daytime, nighttime. Again, different experience. I am a huge Epcot fan, but there's a lot of spots at Epcot to take pictures. Uh, Jen, I know you love Epcot. Where are you loving yes. the pictures and the videos in Epcot? Okay. Um, I'll start with the hidden one and not the more obvious one. But if nobody mm -hmm. mentions the more obvious one, then I will. Um, right. This is up in Canada. If you walk back, and I'm talking yes. up the waterfall back there. Yes. People don't even know it's there. It's no one there. Nobody there. I mean, you can get killer shots up there. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> nice. I, I don't think I knew there was a waterfall back there. I mean, I have not See, chased exactly. that waterfall. I've kind of stuck to the rivers and the lakes I was used to. And oh, so I've never... <laughs> well, you're going to have TLC. it your way or nothing at all, aren't you? I guess so. I'm just glad I get a little TLC on my knowledge on this, which is nice. And so <laughs> I'll just, I'll just have But to I think you're moving too fast right now. I'll just so. have to creep back there. Uh, so anyway, um, deep pull. So <laughs> but no, I didn't know that was back there. I do know that the, like the two areas now that kind of have, I love the back area of France. And I think France for me was not Ooh. even a pavilion mm -hmm. that I really went to very much until they put mm -hmm. Remy in there. I love that fountain. I it's feel so like pretty. I've gotten so many pictures of that fountain and the water coming out with little rats with the water coming out with like video walking around it with rat. Mm. It's just a cool picture. And I look at my phone and I type in Ratatouille in my search bar and like 50 pictures comes up and I'm like, I don't know where any of these pictures were taken because they're <laughs> all the same. There's the fountain. There's the sign. But they all look great because I love that. I love that shot. So uh, and in England, back there in the UK where that little hedge maze is. Um, mm -hmm. It's great shots, especially during the holidays or Halloween or whatever. They have it all decor decorated out. And it's a, it's a fun little place where there aren't a lot of people, which is nice because people don't go back there. So. Correct. Anything else for Epcot, Derek? I know there's a lot in Epcot. Yeah. yeah. Um, definitely coming out of Figment. And standing up there, because again, not a lot of people. You can overlook right. a lot of different sections of the park. But then I'm going to go with another bridge, and that's the bridge going into the Africa Outpost. And okay. um, right where they have, I don't know if it's all the time, maybe it's only during Festival of the Arts, but they have Pumbaa's backside on the bridge painted oh, on there. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I, I got, I've always, if I see it there, but I, I feel like maybe it's not there all the time. It's not, I don't think it's there all I the think, time. Yeah, I think it's just the Festival of the Arts, but I definitely have to have to get that shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's definitely there. There's actually another bridge. I know you know about it, but I think it's the one that's near Italy. And especially in the evening, that one could be really yeah. pretty if you go stand up there. Um, and I know the one time we actually took turns with another couple like, oh, we'll take your picture. You take ours because because there weren't a ton of people up there. So we just traded off and got out of each other's way. They, occasionally, there's been a photo pass photographer there in the past, but I don't know. I haven't seen him there recently. Well, one of the hidden gems, too, about Epcot, well, I, I can't say hidden gem, a lot of people know about this, but people don't think about it, is the fact that you're walking, you know, uh, towards France, there's the International Gateway right there. The Skyliner's right there, which mm -hmm. I'm a massive Skyliner fan of anything Skyliner, Ew. so I always get pictures and videos of the Skyliner. Um, you know, what I tell my what I tell my families that go down to Disney World, if it's Epcot, especially families who've been there a lot, so they know where everything is, mm -hmm. and you want to take two hours to kind of take a break, hop on that boat. Or hop on the Skyliner and take some pictures, some aerial pictures. Some oh, boat pictures, so pretty. Because you go to the resorts, you go to Boardwalk, Yacht and Beach Club, Swan and Dolphin. Skyliner will take you all the way to Riviera and then to, you know, to, mm -hmm. to Caribbean and Pop. 
you can get some great shots, some great pictures, some great resort pictures. Maybe there's no reason to go to Pop Century. to hop off there, walk around for 20 minutes, get some great pictures, hop right back on and come mm-hmm. back. And you know, you're out of the park for an hour and a half. You've taken a break. It's quieter. It's peaceful. The kids have calmed down, which is nice. Um, and so definitely some great shots there, especially well, when you're when you're leaving on the Skyliner. You get some great shots of France, especially in the daytime. Uh, right nighttime yeah. when it's lit up, of Ratatouille, yeah. of the the, the crepery and and the fountains, all that all that's right there. The Eiffel Tower, all all of that is is right there. Um, now we've talked a lot about World Showcase. What about the front of the park? I know um, in terms of future world or the neighborhoods or whatever mm-hmm. we're calling it now. I don't know what we're calling it. <laughs> Weird transitional phase. <laughs> exactly. Um, you can't go wrong in front of the lands. It's such a, a mm. cool building and how you know it has that incline going up. Just a really neat classic shot, and they've kept it pretty classic. Yeah, agreed. And then Imagination Pavilion, if you stand the right way, you can get the monorail coming mm-hmm. by Imagination. And in the right light, oh, that's well, just a cool Jen, shot. Do we know if they're keeping the uh, – surely, surely they're keeping the statues – the 50th statues there. i haven't heard anything about them going away so i can't imagine i mean in. that would that'd be well and with magic band plus yeah. i can't imagine that they're taking yeah. that well one of my favorite pictures i was able to get is the figment statue the way it's located it's, it's on that pathway from future world to world showcase and the mm-hmm. monorail track is right behind it you time it just yeah. right you've got a great picture of the golden statue of figment with a monorail coming right behind it um my my wife actually has a picture and it's phenomenal it looks like a postcard uh Aww. and it's just it's just a matter of just standing there and at the right time and just snapping as it comes through and you know if you don't get it then if you've got patience 30, 20 minutes to spare <laughs> wait for the monorail to come back and so, yeah yeah um, another good yeah. spot if like at the end of the night when you're leaving if you go like from the lands to the front mm-hmm. so if you're looking at uh at the ball you're on the left side and get a nice shot. Like you can do a selfie and looking up, have your face in there and looking up at the ball and mm-hmm. it's all lit up. It's so cool. It's an oh. easy shot to get because there's really good lighting over there too. There is really be, good lighting. If you want to be really original, stand back from the ball a little bit and kind of hold your arms out so it looks like it's on your shoulders, you know? That's that's something not a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. And um, you can or hold your hands up like you're holding the ball up. It's you're here I've, first, done, folks, I've done that Mr. using Green. Tower of Terror with Morocco, where you're like holding it, you're doing oh, like the Eiffel yeah. Tower type thing. Now, see, that's a cool, cool. That's really, that's really awesome. cool. I yeah. love it. Speaking yeah. of Tower of Terror, let's hop over to Hollywood Studios, Ooh. where there's so many, like, I feel like ta- Hollywood is so different in it's all of its It's so aspects. photogenic. Star Wars, <laughs> to Toy Story, to Sunset Boulevard, to Rock and Roll, okay. all of it is so different. But Derek, I want to hear you, because like the lighting on when you enter is so rough. <laughs> I think, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty tough. Like Hollywood Studios is hard to get a lot of good pictures because of the lighting. It's, yeah. it's a really dark park at night, especially, mm-hmm. and then during the day, like it's really glary. So I don't it's know, so like, weird. what it is with where it's placed, but it's a hard park. But um, you know, any anything in the little lake pond with Gertie, Gertie, yeah. especially Christmas (laughs) yeah Uh, you know one of the the coolest photos to get at Galaxy's Edge and and you can't do this because it's weird but if you ask a cast member or something I'm sure they could help you out the bathrooms are so cool Mm -hmm. they are they are but maybe don't take a picture maybe just get one that Disney provides (laughs) um, or or like ask a cast member like hey um, I've I've done that 
in Rapunzel's men's bathroom where there was like one other person in there, like at the sink or something. And I actually will announce myself and say, hey, I'm just let, let you know, I'm taking a picture of this wall here. Just so you know, this is what I'm doing. I just want to make sure you know. He was like, it's cool, man. I was like, I know, but if I walk in and taking pictures and don't <laughs> tell you what I'm doing, it's weird. Especially if some guy comes in with his kid or something. I'm like, Ch -ch -ch -ch. you know, so I took the picture real quick and got out of there. So I think, you know, go in there when it's not that busy. Uh, if you can find a time when it's not that busy, maybe one or two other people or it's empty. You know, and yeah. and uh, or have have a family member stand at the front and say, you know what, somebody puked in there. Don't go in there. And you've got all the time in the world. Oh gosh, David, <laughs> take a picture. You said no breaking rules. Well, that <laughs> that's might true. No breaking rules. rules. No breaking that might rules. not be a broken rule, but well, yeah, that's a gray area. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't see it anywhere in the policies on Disney World that you can't tell people you puked when you did. Anyway, well, so <laughs> I love a Galaxy's Edge to like basically get my phone on the ground aimed up at the falcon mm -hmm. and that makes a super cool angle now the full disclosure i didn't come up with that someone should be like oh that's cool i'm gonna do that so you know <laughs> yeah. one of the worst and i think I've, i told this story i don't think derek's heard it but one of the worst falcon moments i've had is when i walked around the corner of galaxy's edge and, and star wars and there was the falcon and there was nobody there like nobody was into the falcon except for one lady talking on her phone standing oh. right near the front like there was nobody there and i'm like this would be the per there's nobody in my picture except for this one lady and, and she had no just, idea she's not taking pictures she's not looking at stuff whatever she's not like and i would i would almost forgive it if she's like looking up close going pointing out like look at this look at that it's amazing She's just talking on her phone, not facing off the distance or whatever. And by the time she finally moved, four or five other people had moved in, and suddenly the picture moment was gone. And I'm like, because I, I, I don't have the fancy app where you can take off the back, you know, take off somebody out of the photo. And I'm like, oh, this would have been perfect. Now it's not. Uh, now it's not. Um, I love the crossroads of the world, the Mickey globe mm -hmm. at the very beginning. I think that is such a little cool photogenic shot is. to get, uh, especially if you can get the right sky behind it, you know, blue sky or even a gray sky. It just it looks cool because when you filter your pictures a little bit mm -hmm. it really highlights and stuff and too of course tower is great um everybody oh, loves doing the cue everybody loves doing the rock star stuff you know with the with the fingers and everything and in, in front of the, the guitar at rock and roller coaster you oh, know yeah. i've seen so many pictures of that <laughs> so, yeah Derek. anything let's talk about toy story land um what do you love about toy story land um i mean the theming's great it's just so small yeah. mm -hmm. it's yeah. so mm -hmm. small and like it's so close to being amazing it's I think it's just the space. I think it, yeah. it and they have space to expand it. But on on uh, on I am geek, I talked about how I want to turn all of Hollywood studios into just Star Wars. They could retheme everything. It's all right oh. there. It'd just be Star Wars. <laughs> You're like, well, what about Toy Story? And I'm like, move it. Like, put it somewhere else. <laughs> or make that a like Kenner land. And all the Toy Story figures become Star Wars action mm -hmm. figures. And you've got a Luke Skywalker with a lightsaber in his arm sticking out, you know, and and like yeah. all the all the, the characters that walk around are all like kind of disjointed and kind of stiff because they're the actual action figure character. See, I think that could work. Hey, I've I been they... petitioning that they and I love sci-fi dining. It's my one of my favorite mm -hmm. restaurants on yeah, all the parks. It. Yep. But so change that to George Lucas and American Graffiti. And then the oh. screen plays all of his movies. You oh. don't have to retheme anything. Just I mean, do you know? People would love that, actually. Yeah, I would, I'd pay double <laughs> to eat in People there. They I have Mel's Dine-In, though, over at Universal. Like, isn't that themed towards that? Um... Or is that... I know Mel's Dine-In is in American Graffiti, but I don't know if Mel's was a traditional spot outside of that movie. Oh. Is it? 
So I know that Mills Diamond is an American graffiti, and I know that it is in Universal Studios. But I don't yeah, know I know, but I, one, but is that so. is it supposed to be the same one? That's I, I what I don't no know. That I don't know. But I love American Graffiti. I love that movie. It was one of my first quote unquote favorite movies when I was a kid and a teenager. Well, back in uh, when they used to do the Star Wars weekends, they would flip sci-fi into mm-hmm. yes. a Star Wars character yep. thing, and it worked. Yep. Yep. It, Totally and it's worked. right there at the entrance. Like they could just continue. And I said, yes, leave. I know we're kind of going down a rabbit hole, but that's okay. Muppets there. <laughs> do that. Muppets mm-hmm. have done so many Star Wars parodies. Muppets oh in space. Gosh. Easy. Revamp it to Muppet Star Wars. They have the posters on the outside because sometimes mm-hmm. when the queue gets uh-huh. too long for Rise, you have to go on the outside where they used yep. to have a queue. And mm-hmm. you can see those old posters. I mean, that's it, true. it's easy. And just start theming everything forward. Except for like Tower, it. because I love Tower. Even even if you just stopped it on that corner, though, because you have Star Tours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you true. Have, and Star Tours yep. could take you into Galaxy's Edge. Okay. Kind of that, that I like where you're going and, Yeah, and, and Baseline could... I love Baseline, but it could be something it, else. Star Wars be, themed. We could get starring roles back. I miss starring roles. Yeah. <laughs> That's just, sorry, that was just a random And aside. somewhere in I there... Missed it. We they have used to have a Darth it... Vader cupcake. They had like the. Yeah, I remember no. that. I do remember that. Oh, so good. It's good. So somewhere good. in there, we it, we are we are primed to put a a Dexter Jetster cat a diner in there somewhere, uh, some way somehow. Oh, it could yeah. be easy. So yeah. I don't know if you could have the character with the six arms walking around with a greasy t shirt and the cigar, but still. put it, put in the ABC commissary. No one no one cares nobody, about that. Yeah, anyways. nobody cares. Hey, about oh, ABC let's make that step. Let's make that Star Wars. I mean, Absolutely. I as I've progressively gotten older, the, the more I walk down that aisleway, I see the posters for the shows, and there are fewer and fewer shows I even recognize anymore. I'm like, I don't even know what the show, these shows are. And they're like, you know, come watch the show 730 on Tuesday. Uh, uh, what What is that? <laughs> I miss Home Improvement and Roseanne. And- <laughs> oh, I remember when, when they had those shows where yeah. Rosen is. My dad got picked as Al Borland one year. So no oh, way. Nice. Was awesome. It was so, oh, cool. That's so cool. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. We we came very close to be pick- being picked on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the game. Um, you know, we walked in, we didn't really know how to do it. And so we finally figured it out. I think what frozen is now. Um, of course, yeah. it sounds, sounds dangerous with Drew Carey. That was always fun back in the day yes. of, of Disney MGM Hollywood or MGM studios. MGM so, studios. so a question, Derek, for you, I know that you're a star Wars fan. Damn. Do you think like in terms of rethink some of the parks and obviously that may or may not mm-hmm. be a pipe dream. We'll see, but, um, would they be able to theme it to the old school characters or do they have to keep going forward with all the new stuff? And because my theory on this is I don't think they realize, I feel like they thought that the, the, the sequel trilogy would be much more popular and much more resonating than it is now because nobody likes rise of Skywalker. And so, um, and so, but they based everything galaxy's edge on that time era. And now it's almost like, what do you do? You can't really go forward with that storyline because nobody cares. Well, it's, it's really simple. And I think they're going to open it up with Ahsoka with the Mm -hmm. new series. And that is because it happened in rebels already where they have this like multiverse thing. Yep. And you know, I'm going into my star Wars nerdiness. So I I think that Ahsoka is going to open up more of that. Ezra Bridges is going to be there and Bridger. And and so you're going to have these characters and all they have to do, is open up that multiverse and any of the characters can be in Galaxy's Edge. No right. one's going to complain. If I no. see like new Boba Fett and Darth Vader, I don't care. Right. I just want to see him. No. Nobody's going to want to see him. It's not going to lose anything. Now, I will say the book, um, Black Spire Outpost, mm-hmm. was incredible. And if you oh. haven't read it, it's also an audiobook. 
I think anybody that's a fan of Galaxy's Edge needs to read that book because like knowing who Vi is and why she's out hmm. there, that really painted a bigger picture for me of like I think I have the graphic novel to that. I don't think I've read it yet. Oh um but... yeah. <laughs> I yeah, have the book and I haven't read it yet. I definitely have the book. It's it's probably, if not my favorite Star Wars book in my top three. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I've well, read a lot of them. if you if you keep up with with marvel and dc they they brought over uh uh chan gun from or james gun from from marvel to dc to kind of head up kind of be the paul of the uh the kevin feige of dc kind of to take over and everything and he came out and said simply we're replacing everybody we're starting over we're doing redoing everything and all dc fans are like okay let's let's do it let's see what happens i feel like they could just make an announcement and say you know what guys we were doing this story with star wars we're going to reset it we're going to put some new characters, some mm-hmm. old characters back in here. We're going to tell a different type story in this particular land that may not resonate with all always with the movies. It may not be canon with Empire Strikes Back or whatever, but we're going to tell some different stories in here with some old and new characters. Mm-hmm. And I think people yeah. would go nuts. Well, um, with the, the three you know. newest movies with that whole multiverse type thing, mm-hmm. they can open it up where they basically cancel out those three movies. They still right. exist in the Star right. Wars timeline, but they go more to Legends, which is what Mark Hamill keeps hinting at and, yeah. and i know right. baloney wants to do it and i mean it would be genius for disney because they made three movies that mm-hmm. people didn't really care for right. but they still made billions of dollars and then you make three more to replace them and you just get more billions of dollars no one's going to be <laughs> upset if they right. basically divert that timeline into right. a different area it's called something else i think fans are more concerned with telling a good good story mm-hmm. versus yes. everything being perfect and there will be those that are yes. nitpick. well that didn't really Lando didn't really say that because in this time period yeah. he was over in Moss Eisley he was on Jakku that's wrong yeah. I-, I think most people especially the casual fans like Jen would be like tell me a good story I, I need a Rogue yeah. One story don't it's be so suspension of disbelief that's exactly. what all of theater is is yeah. suspension well, of and, disbelief and no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true <laughs> Well, and, so you and could I'm also, not one of those guys. I like you could I also stories. Do a I just, yeah, of, love the stories. A series of movies, or at the end of it, Lando comes in and like starts telling people they're putting together a team and have like Jen Urso and there's Mando and there's Boba Fett and Kenobi and there's you know like there's Ahsoka from all different regions all come together to make like some sort of Star Wars Avengers. <laughs> All of the Jedi come back anyway. <laughs> like, I mean, they all make appearances. Yoda makes appearances. So, like, I feel like it's plausible. I feel I like mean, this why, is doable. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> so, Where's Grogu? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Or as Jen I'm sorry, called, baby he Yoda. is still Baby Yoda. It's... He is still Baby Yoda. I can't <laughs> get behind. She's the one name of those. Grogu. Derek, she's. One I can't of those. do it. It's I okay. know his name's Grogu. I know it's not right, but he's Baby Yoda. So that that's all. That's, that's, that's all. totally fine. Totally. It is a terrible name. It is a terrible. It's terrible, terrible name. name. I mean... I'm sorry. <laughs> we could have come with like Yoda's cute. Grogu is like, ooh. Yeah, like it should have began with a Y because you have Yoda and Yaddle and. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I guess Yogu could... would sound like Yogu. Yogurt. <laughs> yogurt. <laughs> yogurt. This it's is my brother yogurt. Froyo. Um, oh, he's much my. quicker. Uh, so let's. I want to talk a little bit, Derek, since you were kind of the expert here on the videography and yeah. and the pictures and stuff in the parks. Um, what are some tips and things that maybe people don't think about? I mean, everybody wants to walk up and hold their cameras, take pictures of the castle. Mm-hmm. What are some do's and don'ts of people that maybe they don't think about to get that great shot, to get that great video, some little t- tips and tricks there? Yeah, I think, like I said before, being respectful of other guests is a big thing mm-hmm. for me because yeah. also like when you're, when you start recording yourself, it's super awkward, especially in the parks. Right. And like, 
when I first started doing, my wife hates being on camera and she's like, <laughs> she does not want to be on camera. She does not want to talk, but I want, I want the stuff. It's my memories. And so the first couple of times I really started to vlog at Disney, I was by myself. Mm -hmm. And you want to talk about feeling out of place and weird and like everybody's looking at me. And, and the thing is, they are. They really <laughs> are. But not in a bad way, because there's so many Disney bloggers now that are making yeah. a, a living and they're stars in their own rights because mm -hmm. of it. But if you are respectful of people, like when I'm mm -hmm. doing stuff, if I'm really stopping to talk, I'm either doing it while I'm walking or I go off to the side. And I right. find a spot that like we're talking about these picture spots. Those make great video spots, too. Now, if you mm -hmm. have a line of people that is trying to take pictures or whatever, don't clog that up. But, right. yeah. mm -hmm. you know, get out of the way. There's a million places at Disney to stand, to, mm -hmm. to talk to the camera. Also, whenever you like if you're doing slow shots or, or B-roll, as I call it, or videographer people call it, um, if you want that really good pan of the of the castle or things like that, whatever you think is a good speed slow that down in half and because i've got so much footage where i'm like oh i'm doing this nice slow pan i get it back i'm like wow that was awful <laughs> now, and, and there's more tips like you can the more fps you use like a lot of people are going to shoot in like 24 or 30 maybe even 60 but now phones and gopros and, and a lot of dslrs are going up to 120 and and 240 mm -hmm. The, the higher the FPS, the more you can slow it down in post-production. But we're going to, let's just talk more like beginners. So mm -hmm. if you're out there shooting, think about what you want to see. Like mm -hmm. look at some vlogs, plan ahead a little bit of vlogs or videos that you like. Like, oh, I really like that they did this. Go do that. You're not copying, like right. you're, you're not stealing anything. You liked their idea. Um, and, and then also plan out those spots that you want to go to. Don't just mm -hmm. walk around and be like, oh, this is a good spot. And you're going to forget it. Um, I actually make notes either in my phone or I carry like a little notepad with me at all times in the parks. And I'll write those notes down. I'm like, oh, I almost forgot this shot. I need to go mm -hmm. do that. Hmm. And, and I think having that clarity will make it faster for you. So you're not just wasting your trip shooting video or pictures. Smart. I like that. So. Let's talk a little bit about lighting. I know Jen mentioned this earlier for beginners, how to take good video or pictures when maybe the lighting's low, the lighting's bad, maybe you're inside and you're okay using a phone. You're not breaking your rules inside a queue or something like that. Um, you know, Pirates is a great example of, mm. is there a way to get a decent shot uh, on your phone or your camera? There is. Uh, and I do recommend people use their phones. So, mm -hmm. you know, GoPros are horrible and go in, in dark lighting. They're, they're terrible, but like my last vlog I did of the VIP day where that you were in, David, yep. I used a GoPro for almost all of it. And, and it looks great outside and it's easy because it doesn't shake. But with your phone, if you're using it, don't use the front facing camera. Use the three on the back it, because those are the best quality. Mm -hmm. And if you're trying to get those low light mm -hmm. shots, practice them at home. Mm -hmm. You can do yes. that like in a dark room at home, practice and go, you can go, on YouTube and find a million tutorials on your exact phone on how to get good low light settings and save those settings. And then once you get in there, like, you know, you go on um, the, the Mexico pavilion ride and stuff or, or different rides that are really dark or pirates. Um, mm -hmm. You can get great shots if you plan ahead. Hmm. I like that. I like that. I didn't even think about I don't know why I wouldn't have thought about like going and doing specialized settings ahead of time. 
Like it's usually just like, oh, this is cool. Wait, where do I tap to make this look? <laughs> exactly. And that's and that's the thing. A lot of phones are getting better where they're getting smarter, but even still, like, I mean, I can go and I could do a whole month class just on setting your ISO and and your aperture. Yeah. And, like, that's way over most people's heads. They just want a good shot with their phone. Practice right. at home. Like right. just work on it at home. Or if you know, you're going out at night somewhere, if you're going out to dinner, try to take some shots at dinner where there's low lighting. Because you're going to have a lot of those same situations when you go to the parks. That's true. One of the things I learned to do as well, and this is actually our our agent, Kyla, 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 who told me about this. And it actually is life-changing because what happens, is, what happens is I will get home with 700 pictures. And some are great, some are not. And then I have to find the time to kind of go through them and edit down a little bit and filter it. Edit, and it just takes forever. And then I don't do it. And then I'm like, okay, I need a picture of the castle. And you know, a month later, a picture of the castle. There's 17 pictures of the castle. Which one's best? I don't know. So what I've started doing is when I take a picture, I will immediately pull the picture up, even if it like within 30 seconds. And I will hit edit. And all I have to do is hit that little wand. There's well for for iPhones and I'm sure for for Google phones or something something similar. Hit a little wand and it'll adjust the lighting and I can kind of adjust the light from there and hit save and that's it. It's a 10 second edit on the picture. Then it's done. Then it's exactly like I want it. So three months from now mm -hmm. I go back to it. I don't have to remember going. Okay, did I want this low light? I don't remember what what did I do with this picture. And so I think that's a great little tip for editing. Um, one more thing for people who are maybe not the beginner, obviously not experts, but people who are a little more down the road with doing video stuff mm -hmm. and everything on their phones. What are some tips? What are some apps and things like that? Maybe they could use quickly in the parks to throw in there and, and do real quick. I know you mm -hmm. mentioned CapCut. Yeah, CapCut is really great for doing like short form reels, shorts, mm -hmm. TikTok, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, they have an auto cut feature, which pretty much does it all for you. Okay. Um, now, learning how to do some is is great as well. But and that's practicing, uh, too. at home. Yeah. Uh, CapCut is great. Other than that, like, um, you know, I have a lot of software on my computers that I use yeah. or my laptop. Right. So I don't I don't do a ton on my phone minus doing short form unless it's just getting the shots, uploading it to Dropbox, putting it on my computer kind of thing. Right. But the, the number one thing is make sure you have good audio, even if it's with your phone. Yeah. Get hmm. a microphone because people will forgive bad video. They they'll do it. They, they, you know, don't make it too bad. Like get it as good as you can. <laughs> right. But right, right, people right. will always forgive bad video, mm -hmm. but they will not forgive bad audio. They'll turn it off. I mean, they'll turn it off. Um, yep. There's there's a vlogger um, that I really like. That they're they're a small channel. They're up and coming, but my age kind of thing. And their content is so good, and they're genuine, and and it's really great. The problem is their video is terrible because they're using a cell phone and most of the time it's the front facing. Mm -hmm. I can deal with that. But then their audio is ah. so bad. And I'm like, I kind of want to reach out and be like, I can help you fix this so fast. <laughs> oh. And your channel, and I know like their channel would blow up because right. they live in Orlando. But, you know, just kind of, again, think about what videos and pictures you like, not just mm -hmm. videos too, because you can turn pictures into videos. It, I do it a lot for B-roll. Um but get a good microphone, even if it's just one to plug into your phone or into your GoPro or mm -hmm. whatever you're using. Have a good microphone. Love it. Love that. That's awesome. Derek, this has been fantastic. Where, first of all, where can people find you online to see all of all your work and everything like that? And also, you also do help people, organizations and stuff with sponsorships and things like that. That's something you also yeah. do as well. So yeah. give us a brief little synopsis on that and where can people find you with that? Yeah, you can find me at thederekfrank.com and that'll show you all my links, all my different stuff mm -hmm. that I do. Um, you know, I've had an interesting career where I was an artist relations manager for a long time, worked with all kinds of famous famous musicians mm -hmm. and 
um, and got some really great experience with that. But now I have my own company and I do, I do uh, brand deals and sponsorships, mm -hmm. coaching for mm -hmm. people, but also I do content creation and social media management and strategy for bigger businesses. Mm -hmm. And that's where like, you know, business is starting to get to that point where they know they need it. They know it's important. Content marketing is everything. If you don't believe me, look up Gary V. He'll tell you as well. Um, <laughs> Gary V. Yep. 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 But a lot of these businesses are like in that middle zone where they know they need somebody. They can't necessarily afford a full-time person, but they can't afford not to have something happening. Mm -hmm. and they don't have the time and the resources to do it and learn it. That's where I come in. And, yeah. and it's been really great. It's been a really cool thing. But my big thing is like, I teach all of my clients how to do everything I'm doing. And people always ask, like, why would you do that? Because then they can do it themselves. Well, here's a great example. I can book my own trips to Disney World. Why do I use travel agents like you guys? That. Because it's my time is worth it. Mm -hmm. My time mm -hmm. is valuable. So if my clients keep getting better and more efficient, I can do the next thing. I can right. do another hmm. level above that. So if I'm not worrying about this low-hanging fruit stuff and working on that for them and wasting their time and money, if they can do that, I can do more important things for them and make them grow even more. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Of I course, Jen, Jen only heard that you met a lot of musicians, and she wants to know if you met Celine Dion. That's Wait really all she wants I, to know. So, so. <laughs> fun, fun story. The guy who produced my album wrote Where Does My Heart Beat Now? Oh my gosh, I love that song. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's she fantastic. is the one she is the one artist mm -hmm. i would straight up fangirl over i mm -hmm. i will hold my own with i would feel like basically anybody but yet nope nope and, Celine, and I when they fangirl. when they cut that she barely even spoke english mm -hmm. at all so like they i had remember to that her this every line like 91 i think 90 or 91 i believe yeah. um it was her album 90s. unison i think it's been um, on every one of her greatest hits. So mm -hmm. he's gotten all of that money every time. Like, what is Amazing. she like? 28 number one or greatest hits albums? Something like that. Oh, yeah. She's got a lot. Just, yeah. And, and Jen's got said, them all. He said nothing but <laughs> incredible stuff about her. So that's oh. great. Oh. I'm sure she's wonderful. I'm sure oh, she's in yeah. person. I'm sure she's great. All right. Um, Jen knows this story, but my wife went down with her mom and her aunt and her cousin on a girl's trip. This is. 2008 2009 something like that and they went down for the christmas party and for the christmas weekend or whatever and they were filming the christmas parade at that weekend or that week that they were there but it had been raining all day so instead of seeing celine dion in front of the castle they had her at the grand floridian so mm. she my wife was one of many like hundreds of people all, all they, they could only fit in so many people all on the railings and she's three floors up looking down at celine dion in the middle of the lobby performing right there and steph's like it was just, I, I cannot describe just for you how cried. amazing it was. And just, she was like, I was crying or whatever. Cause you know, she's 60 yards from Celine Dion. There's Celine Dion right there hanging out and singing. And just, it was an incredible experience yeah. um, all because of the rain. So now I do have a voicemail on my phone from Steven Tyler. So that's kind of, oh, okay. That's sweet. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> he was, yeah. He was an artist that I used to work with and stuff. So that's, had, uh... that's one of the people Brady has always said he would, he would not mind meeting. Yeah. I think I you was... should leave a message. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make it a long, a long message. A the same even. day I got that that message, I got my first ever hole in one. So that was a, I, what coincidence? That's a pleasant day. Probably not. It was I, I almost went to the <laughs> casino that day, but I don't gamble. So I was like, so you right. may, maybe you should have like bought a lotto ticket at least. Like something. I, I know, I know. <laughs> but after, awesome. well, awesome. The, the way on a golf course, if you get a hole in one, you have to buy rounds for everybody on the golf course. Oh, so is that really lucky though? 
Yeah, exactly. I spent all my my lotto <laughs> ticket money on <laughs> buying. Well, I mean, there weren't that many people at Winter Summerland at the time, so you know, it's it's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Derek, this has been fantastic. I had a great conversation, uh, a lot of knowledge here, which is awesome. Uh, love picking your brain about your expertise. Um, if you're accepting interns, we have somebody on our on our team named Meredith who loves videography and is learning all the time. Right. I actually told her about the conversation I had with you. Yeah. And she came back a week later, going, "CapCut is amazing." She's like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Tell whoever it is you talk to, thank you for this. this is fantastic. And so, yeah. Well, you know, and if you guys ever need help with something or you want me to come along on one of your, your retreats or something, just let me know. I'm, I'm always down to, to hang out. And you're in Nashville, is that right? I am. Okay. In yeah. So you're a couple hours away. I need to come up to Nashville. I'll just have lunch or something, which would be cool. I know. So I know. I'll, I'll do that. Jen, where can we find you online? Oh, you can find me at Upon a Star Jen. My personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. Right now, we're in the middle of crazy season. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, if I'm traveling, you'll see posts. If I'm not traveling, I mean, honestly, watching me work at my desk isn't like super cute. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you might just get a picture of me going, like, what? <laughs> With the piano. Is she ever going to play that piano? She just sits there and stares at I a do computer. Play the piano. So. I do play my piano. Find me on Instagram at the Magic on a Dollar. Find me on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. And of course, you can find us all at UponStarTravel.com. And UponStarTravel is your code for Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all those fun pl- TikTok, places. TikTok, all the things. TikTok and all, especially TikTok. Of course, we're building the TikTok presence. Thank you, Meredith, uh, our social media girl who's doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, and of course, Derek at the Derek Frank. One R, by the way, Derek Frank. Yep. Uh, two E's and a K somewhere in there. and No, two K's actually. <laughs> anyway, .com. <laughs> trying to be clever. <laughs> but thank you so much to Derek. Uh, once again, thank you so much to Jen. We will see you guys next week. I'm Dave, and don't forget to video those Phoenicians. Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.